this thing with you and Berkey, Nick hits me up. He's like, yo, I want to play Berkey. Let's make it happen. I message Berkey. I'm like, hey, Berkey, this guy named Nick Airball wants to play you high stakes heads up. Let's go. If Airball Rick wants to play me heads up at 200, 400, fine, man. We can meet at four o'clock every day at Bellagio or Aria or Wynn or somewhere that's not inconvenient to me. And we can play for a month straight. Berkey's a scammer, that's the truth. Enough <laughs> with the goddamn lies. We can play anytime, big boy. That beef is, is real. Over the last 25 years of my life, I have not had any urge to get into a fight. Yo, what's up, I know, he's up to me. Look at this. I know, why do you know? The most recent heads up for roles challenge between Matt Berkey and Nick Airball has taken the poker world by storm. There's been lots of trash talking, little bit of aggression. It seems like these players don't like each other. And because of that, they decided to play 200, 400, no limit, Texas Hold'em, $100,000 buy-in for 100 hours. Despite the fact that neither of them really plays a whole lot of heads up, no limit Hold'em. But how else could you possibly settle a feud? In this hand, we're gonna take a look at a spot where they are playing over 650 big blinds deep. It's a deep stack game. Someone can get hurt. Someone could win. One million dollars by the end of this challenge. Let's get to the breaking news. Before we get to all the juicy details of this hand, it is worth noting this is from a private game. It was not a stream game. I'm not 100% sure all the details are accurate, but I think it's close enough. It's tough whenever a lot of the details you hear come from somebody's friend that they meet up in the bathroom with every 42 minutes to discuss poker strategy. So maybe we're a little off, but I don't think so. I think we're probably pretty accurate on this hand. We are playing 200. $75,000 deep. It's about 680 big blinds. Matt Berkey raises it up on the button, which is also the small blind. The small blind slash button goes last on the flop turning river, but first pre-flop. Nick Airball with queen, jack of hearts. Three bets to $5,000. 5X. That may seem egregiously big, but it's actually a pretty nice size when you are playing super duper deep stacked. And I think his hand to three bet with is quite good as well. You typically want to be three betting with a good, strong linear range from out of position. And Queen Jack of Hearts and lots of other good, strong, high suited hands will fit into that category. Over to Berkey. He opts to call. Flop comes. King, six, three. This is an excellent board for Nick Airball's range. He's going to connect really, really well with the king. And I think this is a spot where he can probably get away with betting everything for small size. And that's exactly what he does. 3,300. Berkey opts to call. All right. Berkey will be calling this flop bet pretty wide, which means that Nick Airball needs to have some ideas of running bluffs on various turns. The turn is an ace of diamonds, which is excellent for Nick Airball because this is going to connect with a lot of his call them flop bluffs with stuff like ace high, right? Ace high isn't necessarily a bluff on the flop if you're betting everything, but you get what I'm saying. He's going to have a lot of ace X in his range at this point, which is going to allow him to bet pretty frequently on the turn. So the question becomes, should he be betting every time on the turn? And the answer is probably not. You have to realize when your opponent does call your flop bet, they lose a whole lot of their absolute trash. So Berkey's going to have something on this flop, some sort of hand with some equity. Now, the Ace of Diamonds is not going to connect too well with a lot of them, but Berkey is going to be sitting here with a decent amount of aces as well, and certainly a lot of kings. So I don't think Nick Airball can bet every single time, and because he can't bet every time, he does need to have some checks. Typically, when you are looking for your draws to bluff with on the turn, you want to be bluffing hands that can improve to the nuts on the river and quite often hands that lack showdown value to some extent or hands that really benefit from getting better hands to fold. And 
that's going to first start with hands like flush draws and the lower straight draws. Because if you bet something like 5-4 suited, if you happen to mix that into your three betting range, you're going to get a whole lot of better hands to fold, right? But when you bet queen-jack, you get fewer hands to fold because there's obviously more hands better than 5-4 than there are queen-jack. I think you definitely want to bet hands like jack-10 before you bet hands like queen-jack. That said, if you choose this queen-jack of hearts to barrel with, I don't mind it. I think it's probably reasonable. And if you are going to bet, you probably want to go big because we are now essentially saying we have a strong hand that crushes Berkey's range or some bluff. Now, we do have to be a little bit careful because, like I said, Berkey will have a good hand. But you have to realize that there's not a ton of good hands for Berkey to have. He could have ace six or ace three or pocket sixes or pocket threes. But there's really not a ton of combinations of those. And he could just easily be sitting here with a king or worse. It's going to be put into a miserable spot by this chunky bet. Berkey calls, though. Once Berkey calls, he must have something. Rivers of 10. Nick Airball had kind of an airball preflop, an airball on the flop, an airball on the turn, and uh, the nuts on the river. That's lucky. And this is a spot where I think a lot of people go small or medium because they really want to get paid. They think, all right, my opponent probably has a king. They're not going to call that big of a bet. I need to try to get paid. That's not what Nick Airball does, though. He goes all in. And I actually like the play. This is a spot where you want to be going all in with the nuts and some nut blockers. Now, this is an interesting spot because I'm not exactly sure which nut hands you're so concerned with blocking because if you have... Well, when your opponent calls your chunky turn bet, you can take a lot of the queen jacks out of their range, right? So now what you, what you want, to be, want to be blocking instead? You want to be blocking like sets? So maybe you want to have a hand like a random three or a random six? I suppose that makes some sense. Um, notice you wouldn't want to make this play with an ace, blocking ace six or ace three, because that's just a good strong value hand. You can probably value bet on its own merit or easily check in then call. So I think you probably want to have a six or a three in your hand to make a bluff in this scenario. Maybe a queen or a jack. But you definitely want to do it with the nuts. Now, this is an interesting spot for Berkey because he has to ask, is my opponent over-bluffing or under-bluffing? Now, I've seen plenty of hands on stream where Nick Airball has made pretty aggressive, kind of absurd plays. I don't know if I've seen any 5x pot river bluffs from him. I haven't been paying attention all that much, honestly. But this is a spot where, if anything, I think most people drastically under-bluff. If they're going to drastically under-bluff, then you have to start folding out all bluff catchers. Now, the question becomes, will Nick Airball do this with something like ace-king or ace-ten? Assuming Berkey can beat ace-king or ace-ten. If that's the case, then you can start calling off just way more often. And if you think your opponent is over-bluffing, then obviously you should be calling a ton. This is a tough spot, though. It really puts Berkey in a miserable spot with everything except for, what, queen-jack? <laughs> so... Berkey opts to call. Pocket sixes. And this, so far, was a turning point in this match. As far as I know, Nick Airball was down about $400,000. He was getting clobbered. But after this hand, he has clawed back to uh, not quite even, but almost even. Matt Berkey's still ahead. And this is the type of spot where I don't know if Berkey's call is good or bad, but I can guarantee it's probably either really good or really bad depending on airball strategy because a lot of people do not bluff adequately at all in the situation probably because well quite often because they don't even know what their preflop range looks like so they don't know how many combinations of queen jack they get to the river with and then therefore they don't know how many bluffs to put into the range as well and that usually results in most players who are not super duper highly sophisticated crushers either having too few bluffs 
or far too many bluffs. And whichever one it is, that, that's going to allow Berkey to perhaps start to make fewer polls in this scenario. I listened to uh, Berkey's podcast, the only, only Friends podcast, where he talked about spots like this, where maybe he's just supposed to be making big nitty folds. And look, if your opponent doesn't make 5x pot river bluffs all that often, but they'll do it with the nuts. This is a spot where you probably do need to make a fold. And, you know, extrapolating this to, let's say, small and medium stakes live cash games, you're going to find that if your opponents want to put in a ton of money on the river, they almost always have the nuts. And they're just hoping you have some hand to super duper set up, like in this case. Tough spot for Berkey. I'm excited to see how this match plays out so that we will definitively know over their long 100-hour heads-up battle who the best poker player in the world, among these two players, is. That's going to be it today. Let me know who you think is going to win the match in the comment section below. Also, let me know who you want to win the match. Let me know if you care or if you don't care. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. We'll find out in 100 hours. If you enjoyed this video, click the like and subscribe button. If you didn't enjoy this video, don't click the down button this time. Give me a pass. Good luck. Have fun. Make the most of your opportunities. And when your opponent 5x pots the river all in, you should probably fold.